so many miles away. Only Uncle Sam's great queers get to go there. For I wish that I could also live someday. Hello everyone, Gabe Edwards here. How you doing? Well, I don't know about you, but in the world that I'm in right now, it's election day. And, uh, you know, you know who won by the time this is up, but uh, I don't know who won. But I think I know who won, right? We're pretty sure. We know. We knew. We knew all along. Come on. We're better than that. Well, this is the second installment of the Summer of Horror episodes. I had uh, fully edited this episode. I called uh, Caleb Rosa to chat with him and make something interesting for the beginning. But of course, uh, as computers will do, this one let me down and erased all that shit. So uh, here we go again. I think I'm going to get it even better this time. So you have that to look forward to. Uh, let's call a, uh, not a member of the show, but a friend of the show, and, uh, see how she's doing this election day. Hello? Hey! Hi! What are you doing? Um, just leaving Roots. I just went to um, Hobby Lobby to get some, like, little things for this art show. And um, they were having a clearance on the oil paint I like because they don't carry it anymore. Uh-huh. It's, like, my favorite brand. And I got, like, they were $2.15 a piece. What, what's the brand of oil paint? M. Graham. M. Graham? And Graham, like Graham Cracker, like M as in Mary, Graham Cracker. Right. And um, they use walnut oil and they have like really rich pigment. But like, I don't know if you know a lot about oil paint, but the, the pure colors that aren't used, like cad yellow and cad orange, like they're really fucking expensive. They're like $25, sometimes right. more. No, I, that's why I don't um, paint with oil. So, I got a cat yellow, a cat orange, and a naphthol red, and those are all usually like over $20 for $2.15. Wow. I'm so stoked. Yeah. Um, and then I went to Hobby Lobby, I mean, to Roots, and grabbed a snack. Where'd you go? Roots, Organic Roots, the store, and to make it like... Like Whole Foods, kind of. Oh, hey! But, enough of this. What? I didn't ask you to recap what and you've I'm been doing. To Graham's, <laughs> and I'm going to Graham's right now. What? Uh, hey, are you coming to Thanksgiving? I, I would really like to come. If I could ride with them, that would probably be cool. But when are they coming back? Do you know? I don't know. I know uh, Caleb's got a uh, regular job, so and and. So yeah, I think uh, you know. I'll I'll find out. I'll call Caleb. How about that? Okay. And you would not be because you because you're all poor and shit. You don't have to make anything, or maybe you can make stuff but not pay for stuff. Yeah, I would. I like cooking a lot actually. I'd be totally down to like help that. But I mean, I but I also have to keep eating, so I could go to the grocery store and buy stuff. That's true. <sighs> yeah. Um. 
Well, I'll call, call Caleb find and we'll out, figure that out. Yeah, find out and let me know because then I can make a plan. Okay. So it's nice to like not spend it with my family. Um, right, always. Family. Yeah, spending holidays with my family is always a fucking nightmare. So. Yeah. Wait, wait. I'm going to email him to get off the phone in like a uh, like couple seconds because I'm going to Graham. Wait, you have to answer my questions easy. first. You said you watched some horror okay. films for the summer of horror. You don't remember any of them? Um, I, my friend has this like, like a set of DVDs that has like a bunch of old horror movies on them, and I watched them with her before Halloween, and I can't, I can't remember. Were any of them good? <laughs> They're all like old as fuck. Yeah. And I've watched. Um, so no. Alright, I watched a D movie. I watched two D's. You ready? So did I. Man, I feel like you guys keep keeping up with me so far. There's going to be a moment, though. Yeah, I'm just it's going to be like 12 letters in a row. Leave you in the dust. <laughs> wait, wait. How many D's did you watch? Two. Me too. Same you D. Pick, he just you, said that. I know. You pick one. Or should I pick one? I'm uh, going to go. Okay, go. I watched a movie called Disco Path. Oh, I saw that on my recently watched for <laughs> Shudder, oh, yeah. actually. Yeah, <laughs> I watched that on Shudder. Discopath, like yeah. psychopath, but discopath. Precisely. This man is normal man until he hears some disco and it drives him crazy <laughs> and he becomes a serial killer. Uh, and he decides to kill people. Uh, when was this made? 80s something? Okay, I would have thought so. 2013. What? And watching it, I was like, this movie was made in the 80s. Because not only did it look kind of shitty, which is cool, but it had like a shitty premise, which (laughs) kind of sucked that it was a shitty premise. Like, I mean, there's a cool premise. It could have been good, but it was just kind of boring the way these older movies can be. You know, like, what? This is a classic and nothing happens. But I don't know. Funny title, funny premise, boring movie. Um. So yeah. <laughs> what else to say? I uh, gave it a forty, mm. and uh, you know, I don't know. Not worth your time, Josh. Your move. Um, I watched for the first time actually. Romero's Day of the Dead. Oh, have you seen that one? No, I don't think I've seen any Romero intentionally. Okay, but what about unintentionally? I've, if I've seen something of his, I didn't know he made it. Let's put it that way. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Well, this one follows a group of scientists who are trying to basically reverse the zombie outbreak. Like, they're trying to figure out what caused... The world is in, a, like, a zombie apocalypse type situation. Right. Mm-hmm. And most of the Earth is just being roamed by zombies. Sorry, what year was this? Uh, 85. This is some OG zombie stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so basically you have this group of scientists trying to figure out what causes the zombies and how they can either 
control them or reverse the process and then they're being like uh put up in this military bunker and so they have kind of like a military cohort that's supposed to be protecting them but the military guys are like douchey assholes that just like are like why are we even doing this let's just kill them all right. um i find myself not wanting to watch zombie films during this whole little summer of terror mm-hmm. and uh i feel like well i heard uh, robert kirkman from walking dead once say like yeah every zombie movie ends the same way like they survive for those two hours and then they fly away, but you know they have to face the zombies again. And, you know, I'm also kind of fed up with Walking Dead right now. So, well, I think mm. it's a good show, but I it's like every season they survive. And yeah. then the next season, back to the same. Now I'm wishing they would just fly off into the sunset mm. and <laughs> let it be over. <laughs> but, uh, well, I don't know. In light of an oversaturation of zombies, are, yeah. did you enjoy it? Yeah, it's a little goofy. I don't know if you remember, like, the image of the zombie with, like, headphones on his head. No. Mm. And he's kind of, like, looks like a monster almost or something. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I'm talking no, about? No, no. Well, that's from this film because one of the scientists has, like, this prime s- zombie suspect that he's, like, making breakthroughs with. Like, he gives him like a safety razor and the zombie kind of like picks it up and like seems to recognize it and he's like rubbing it on his <laughs> face like he's trying to shave right and the scientist is like see look he remembers he remembers like we just have to like civilize them again basically so there's all these like slightly comical scenes of this zombie like like when he sees the military people he like salutes them Uh and like he Uh plays like classical music for him in like headphones and And he waltzes blows his mind he's just like like this is the like best thing i've ever (laughs) heard type thing so that's cool it's a bit of a different direction than just running for your life yeah um it's called day of the dead yeah okay yeah um other than that there's not much else you need going on it basically the bunker gets overrun with zombies and does it deserve to be a classic are you like oh yeah this is great yeah i mean george romero kind of like made these right. movies before uh-huh. anyone else so yeah. i you... would give it a oh. Oh. 86 all right you got another d movie i watched a movie that i fucking loved <laughs> right now I'm looking at it I gave it a scary tomato of 90 And I'm like That's all I gave it <laughs> And that is 2005's The Devil's Rejects Have you seen that? Oh, oh dude I no. Yeah oh, Rob right. Zombie I think that's a second You sec- know I wanted to watch movie. it The other night actually Cause it's on Shudder Oh is it? But House of a Thousand Corpses isn't And that's the prequel So I wanted to start at the beginning Um are they tied? I, I may or may not have watched House of a Thousand Corpses as well. And uh, it's just got some of the same characters. So you can watch them separately? Yeah, I think okay. so. Hey, everyone. Gabe here. I just want to say that 
with further investigation, uh, The Devil's Rejects and House of a Thousand Corpses are separate stories, but they do feature the same characters from the Firefly family that you meet in the first film, House of a Thousand Corpses. So if you're into doing things in order, watch House of a Thousand Corpses, and then watch Devil's Rejects. If you already watched Devil's Rejects, no worries. Uh, it's all good. They're all different stories, just the same characters. All right, back to the show. I may have watched Devil's Rejects first, but the murderous Backwoods family, the Firefly family, take to the road to escape a vengeful police force, which is not afraid of being as ruthless as their target. Uh, I recall, my, my, my memory of this film was I saw uh, Siskel and Ebert, or Ebert and Roper review it, and Ebert, I wasn't really watching horror films at this time, but I remember he was like, this movie is just about showing people being tortured and pain mm-hmm. and uh, just negativity. And that's not my kind of horror movie, you know? And I think that, like, turned me off. I was like, oh, yeah, I don't want to watch this, like, sadness, you know? And, uh, though, yeah, there's, like, some fucked up stuff like that, but you tell that Zombie's just giving you the idea of mm-hmm. the stuff rather than he's not showing it, you know what I mean? It's weird because you kind of don't like these people because they're fucked up it's these three people but there's a there's an element of it where you're cheering for them at the same time so i don't know uh yeah i enjoyed it questions <laughs> mm-hmm. is that one of your higher <coughs> scary tomato rankings i think i looked it up and i have five films that are 90 and above so this you is you gave that one 90 yeah i gave it a 90 and unlike you, I actually make the movies work for it. <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> like, uh, 80, 85, 90, 95. 90. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, what's your other D? My Jesse? other D was a uh, new movie that just came out, 2016, Don't Breathe. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Uh, directed by Fed... Fede Alvarez, I'm not sure how to say his name, but feed. Um, how was that feed? Um, it was good. I liked it. Um, very, very suspenseful. What's the? Uh, There's a nice what? little twist in there that I don't want to spoil. Mm. What's the um thing? Um, okay, so well, the, the, uh, let me just read this real quick. Hoping oh. to walk away with a massive cash. That doesn't make sense. Um, <laughs> a trio of thieves break into the house of a sick man who isn't as helpless as he seems. Mm. Um, okay, so to correct that, um, it's three teenagers. They are, um, their whole bag is like, one of the kids' dads works for a home security company, so he has access to like all these people's keys in Detroit. Mm. Uh, so they'll, they'll go and take people's keys, break in, uh, use like some sleeping gas on the people to knock them out so they don't have to like hurt anybody but then they'll like steal all your shit lock your house back up you don't even know what happened um but they they learn about this old man that lives alone who's blind who supposedly has like millions of dollars in like settlement money from his daughter being uh killed in a car accident so they're like, this is perfect. Like, he's blind. What could possibly go wrong? And then, like, obviously, as soon as they get in the house, like, everything starts to go wrong. Mm. Um, yeah. 
I liked it a lot. It's it's very very suspenseful. The it's basically just the old man hunting them down inside of his house, the whole movie. Uh, but there is like a twist to the story, so I would recommend you see it. It's what you... the dad's brother. No. <laughs> what do you give it? <laughs> uh, I would give it an eighty-nine. Oh. He doesn't want to give ninety-seven right. anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's taking it to heart. If you can, if you can explain to me how name? to make this Don't make breathe. more sense, then I will give ratings that make Let's more do it. sense. We're past that. I think. You can. So no, eighty-nine. I can't. Uh, don't breathe, Gabe. Have you seen don't the previews? Don't breathe. Uh, mm-hmm. No, I recall we were trying to do more shows where we were watching stuff in theaters. I recall it was one that. I was uh, thinking we should get together for, but that didn't happen. So. Yeah, I did see that one in theaters, and it was worth All right. it. Worth it. I watched for the letter E. Nothing for me. The 2009 film Exam, which is available on Shudder. Uh, mm, sounds familiar. It's arguably not a horror film, but it is on Shudder, so go figure. Uh the final eight candidates for a highly desirable corporate job are locked together in an exam room and they're given a test with one question, right? Um, it seems simple yet confusing that soon tensions began to unravel. And so basically there's eight people in this room. They're all given piece of paper they said if you so- if you soil or destroy your paper in any way you're out and so like what's the job or is that not important really you don't know what it is you just know oh. it's like some high paying gig gotcha um but it's the kind of thing where like there's nothing on the piece of paper and uh then like the people are like and there's a security guard in their room and then they're like Wait, maybe we need like a black light. And then like, they also said you can't, what they say? You can't attempt to contact us who are listening to you and watching you, or you can't contact the security guard. But at one point they're like, wait, that doesn't mean we can't go into the security guard's pockets. And like, they're going through his pockets and like, he's just like letting them, you mm-hmm. know, and they find like something and sounds like sounds a puzzle like ex- room. Sounds like an door. escape room. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, and then they like, they break the lights and then like it dark lights, dark lights turn on because they break the regular lights. And then they're like, wait, <laughs> so anyway, this is an escape room game. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but, uh, is that, is that something? Yeah. I'll, I'll keep continuing. I'll tell you afterwards. Anyway, that, that's basically oh. <laughs> it. Had, it had one of these drop the mic endings where as a viewer, uh, I was not 100% sure what had happened, but like you knew the filmmakers like, kind of oh, like saw. We just blew their minds. <laughs> it was like, uh, didn't blow this mind. No. Your whole life you've wasted paper. <laughs> now you will have to look at this piece of paper and not destroy it. That's something Jigsaw stats. Well, despite I didn't, under, I'm just gonna know what you're talking about. But in what this, the fuck? Despite That's this, Jigsaw, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. I know, just, yeah. Oh, from Saw. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I'm just trying to push through, guys. We're only at eight. Do you want the quick escape room thing? Sure. What's that? It's I, like, I know I get the gist of an escape room. But. It's like an attraction that people go to nowadays. You go oh, and you like get locked movie. in a room, and you have to like find clues and open up 
chests and complete puzzles to like get yourself out within an hour. Oh, what happens if you don't? Then you they die. let you out and you just don't. You don't get to say you beat it, then I guess. Go, then you go to dinner. You lose a finger. Josh and I did one. Yeah. We did yeah. with our sister. Yep. We, uh, we, we survived. finished it with like 10 seconds left. It was like, to be honest, our hearts were pumping a bit at the end there. <laughs> I was like turning the last key. Josh, like, is that true? 10, 7, 8. Josh, was your heart pumping? Sure. Yeah, we were all getting into it. Molly was there too. Yeah. All right. Is that it for E? <clears throat> That's it for E. I don't have anything until G. Well, I'm going to so, go you know. F super fast. Okay, there's. it's a movie called Final Girl. There's another film. Mm, yeah. Josh saw that too, right? Wait a minute. No, I saw oh, f- The Final, Final Girls. Girls. Mm, yeah. Okay. So warning, this movie is not horrific, despite the fact that it's categorized as a horror film. It felt like a school play. Mm. Uh, fun fact, Alexander Ludwig, who was in this film, was in another film of the same year, this one called The Final Girls. I c- honestly, I can't remember which one I saw now, because they... But isn't it weird that a guy in the same year was in two films? Was it the main guy? I don't know, the main guy. Who's the guy? Explain your movie and then I'll be able to tell you. It's kind of like Hannah. They're the man that teaches this young girl who's the girl from Little Miss Sunshine. He teaches her how to become a weapon and later she's approached by a group of sadistic teens. Okay. You watch that? Yes. So this is Final Girl that we're talking about. Right. Yeah, okay. You didn't see I'd, the Final I'd, Girls? No. Okay. But I did see Final Girl. Yeah. It wasn't good. I liked it. I mean, it wasn't like really good, but... Well, I gave it a 45. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Is that not good? A <laughs> <laughs> 45? <laughs> it's like an F minus. That's an F. Yeah. yeah. Um, Maybe I was expecting I remember you More telling me that it was. I'm surprised. You're not I mean, I didn't away. like hate it, but you're not blown away that this guy was in two films. One was called Final Girl. <laughs> that is weird. And the other one was The Final Girls, and he was like a main character in both films. And no producer was like, "Is this gonna be confusing?" <laughs> but, anyway, fuck that movie. All right, G. <laughs> At this point, Daryl asked the question off mic. At what percentage would you watch a movie again? Yeah, do you do that, Gabe? Uh, I try not to watch movies again. But would you? I mean, I did for this. So would you rewatch a movie at 75%? Do, uh, let's wait. Let me look. Okay. I'm looking. My next movie is a 73. And I would watch it again. Wait, let me, let me go to my next one. Uh, here's a 72 that I wouldn't watch again. So, <laughs> so seventy-two. Is- so yeah, I guess I would watch seventy-five again. It depends. There's a lot of things like if it's, if a movie has like historical relevance, you know, then like if it's like Citizen Kane and it's like boring as hell, but it's like important, <laughs> you know, then I'll watch it again to try to get what people are getting out of it. You know what I mean? Oh, I thought you were gonna say I'll watch it once and then that'll be it. I mean, I'd like to say <laughs> I'll never watch that movie again, but I feel like it's one of those movies people make you watch sometimes. Like, like you saw it like when you were young, is what I, you're saying. I've so you're thinking like you should rewatch it to see what the deal is. I mean, I, I tend to think a movie like Citizen Kane is kind of boring, 
uh, and but really important for film for a lot of technical reasons. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, like, if someone could show me all those things. But I don't know. Even that, I, I, I'm not that interested in that. You're not like getting into filmmaking or anything. Not so. at this point, John. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So you got a uh, more F movies or? No man, we're on. That's the... funny. You gave Final Girls an F. I did. Final Girl. <laughs> I'm on the G now. G spot. What you got for G? <laughs> I got two Gs. Did you watch a G that I gave you? I was hoping you would have. I don't think so. I don't think I watched yeah, any so I of the stuff. We didn't watch any of those. You just said. all right. Two G's. I got one. The new Ghostbusters movie. I did see that actually, but uh, yeah, we all know the premise of this. Here's the thing. I I I don't know. The vibe is that you're like a sexist if you don't like it because it's all these women in it and stuff. I like wanted to like this movie, but I thought it was kind of boring. But like, I'll probably watch it again because. Uh, it's like a kid's movie, and I want my yeah, daughter. Yeah, you're also talking about something with Luna, right? You wanted yeah, to watch it. I also bought all the action figures to this film because I like all the ladies in it. I'll say I liked the first hour. Yeah, it's enjoyable-ish. Let's put it that way. And it, it was funny and enjoyable, and then just like... I mean, kind of like the original Ghostbusters, too. Like, once you get to the end when they have to fight the ghosts, it's just kind of like, yeah. do you have to draw this out (laughs) to, like, the last 45 minutes of the movie? Like, it's just, like, shooting plasma and, like... I wasn't really raised with the original Ghostbusters. I wasn't either. Even that, I'm like, eh. But the thing that annoyed me the most, they had the four surviving people from... um, the original Ghostbusters and they just used them as like cameos mm-hmm. rather than making them like we're the grandkids to this thing like that would have been kind of interesting because then they could give advice but instead they have like Dan Aykroyd in a cab and he's like <laughs> what I ain't afraid of no ghosts and he like drives off there was a lot of these like isn't that clever that we worked in this thing it's like ah, not I guess really. yeah. you could just have that guy play his character that we liked you know um, there's lots of winks, like, eh, eh? Just they, like, like, stop and look at the camera like and be like, song, right? right? Yeah, right. everything. Well, then, I, I don't know the sign on this guy's name, but the the black guy from the original one, like, he was, I was like, oh, where's the black guy? And then at the end, it's like Leslie Jones's uh, father. He's like, damn it, girl, where's the car? And, like, that's all he got? Like, was just at the end, he's angry because her car's wrecked? Like, couldn't he have, like, been at the office the whole time like i don't know yeah so fuck you puffy <laughs> um we got a g that i think josh and i both watched mm-hmm. too green room yep uh, did you watch that game no i keep wanting to see it it's that good. was my one and only g movie too yeah i figured um, how was that what's that about i actually have seen it twice now yeah josh I- Maybe you, three times. You did see it three times, I think. I've seen it three times yeah. already. You saw it with your brother, too. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah. Quick synopsis. A punk rock band is forced to fight for survival after witnessing is it like a, a murder at a neo-Nazi skinhead bar. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Stewart is kind of the leader of this neo-Nazi group, and he runs a 
white supremacist bar that could have been that hosts bands and uh some personal shit with the the gang members kind of spills over into the club and this band happens to witness the murder of a girl and then they get stuck there because the skinheads don't want to just like let them walk with the knowledge that they have of this girl's murder so so the monster and it's obvious that they're they obviously don't care about killing people so they're like well Um, they like know that they're probably gonna I never saw Assault on Precinct 13 but supposedly this film is like that format of story I don't know it. Yeah, I don't either. Um, Lucy, come here. Basically, a group of people having to fight their way out of a situation. All right. Yeah. Um, like trapped in the green room. That's the title, and oh. trying to like. Yeah. Is yeah. It, is it worth all the hype? It was good. Yeah, I liked it yeah. quite a bit. Um, Some gnarly dog eating throat scenes. And did you have an old face? I did. Oh, right. Uh, noteworthy for us, the director and writer was Jeremy yeah, Saulnier. Murder Party. We did Murder Party oh. and Blue Ruin. Um, and is Blue Ruin a horror film? Our friend, Macon Blair, not our friend. He's not our friend, but Macon Blair, the, the dog from Murder Party, is like, he follows this director, it seems. So, like, he's in Green Room. Mm-hmm. Huh. He's in Blue Ruin. Why isn't he your friend? Just because you don't know him? <laughs> yeah, just because I don't know. <laughs> Is that all that's stopping you? He looks like a really nice guy, though, but from his photo. <laughs> Come on, Macon. <laughs> um, yeah, I liked it, though. It, w- it was a little... I liked... Uh, it's kind of like edge of your seat. Like, oh, what are they going to get out? Or are they not? Like, don't go down the hallway. They're still out there. Hmm. Ooh. Yeah. Um, Alia Shawkat is in it. She's from Arrested Development. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's good. You should watch it. I'd love to. Okay. We won't spoil the rest of it then. Thank you. You got a G? I got a G. This movie, I was pleasantly surprised. It is on Netflix, and I was hoping Josh would have watched it. And that film is Goosebumps, starring Jack Black. Nope. Is that like pretty new? Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, 2015. Uh-huh. Uh, As so in like the book series Goosebumps? Yeah. Yeah, movie. And Jack Black plays R.L. Stein. Oh, really? Yeah. So a teenager teams up with the daughter of R.L. Stein after the writer's imaginary demons are set free. So basically, uh, Jack Black's character R.L. Stein. Oh yeah. He has all these books that are like the Goosebumps books, which I didn't read as a kid, but I kind of always saw the covers and was like, ooh, there's like a dummy in the A mummy or a dummy? Oh, he had both. But um, if you, un- all his books have like locks on them. So if you unlock them, then these monsters crawl out and they end up all getting unlocked because one of the books that gets unlocked is like a mischievous character and. Uh, I don't know. I thought it was super <laughs> fun, like super good, like uh, introductory to, to horror for like kids, you know, because there's like every kind of horror trope as far as like ghosts, monsters, yeah, classic things like a blob, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, I think they're going to make another one. So that's exciting for me. But uh, 
Yeah, that sounds fun. I would watch that. Yeah, it was reminiscent of like Jumanji. That's or what I was thinking. Gremlins. Yeah. So yeah. I thought about watching Gremlins too as well. Right. But that's, Gizmo's sure. pick. that's Gizmo's pick, and I wasn't sure if we were doing Gizmo's pick. Right. Gizmo's pick. We'll get there. Yeah. All right. So are you done with G or? I'm done with my G's. Cal. I'm done with G's. You done with your whole list? No. I still got four titles. I still got four titles. <laughs> All right. Well, I got five movies for H. Damn. Oh, damn. I got two for H. It's going to be a long H. Woo. I have one. <laughs> Eight right. H's. And I'll do mine last because it's H U. Ooh, right. what are we going to do? So the first one I'm going to do because I got so many of these. Yeah, do like two. I'll do one. You H two. for He Never Died from 2015. Uh. Starring. Hank Rollins. Yeah, I've heard mixed reviews of this one. Yeah, it was in relation to Henry. Yeah, they're they're That's close. <laughs> By the way, for podcast listeners, I discovered an awesome podcast called Henry and Heidi. It's Henry Rollins and his like, I don't know if I want to call her a secretary, but like, it's like the lady that works for him, and like helps them like they're like um, they've been together for like personal assistant it's hard to say what she is but she just says henry tell me about the time that you and ian mckay worked at hagen does and he's like oh okay and then like he'll talk about that for an hour <laughs> and it's only like 20 episodes or something like that it's, it's really limited um and i hope they do more but i don't think they will but uh 20 episodes is limited Dude, we're on like 30-something. Dude. And, but they haven't done one for like a year. So I okay. think it's over. But anyway. Uh, He's over it. And he never died. This guy, I don't know. The second half of the film was way better than the first. It's this guy that's just like the social outcast. And all of a sudden he has like a daughter. And he has to deal with that. And he's like out of his comfort zone. And blah, blah. And then uh, he plays Kane. That's who it ends up being. So that's why he never died. Is he was like he killed his brother in the Bible, and now he's forced to like never die. Um. And so uh, <laughs> I thought it was yeah, stories. It's Kane. If Kane was like super vampire. cool, they kind of they're definitely definite allusions to him being like a vampire. But uh, yeah, there there's a cool scene where a girl says. Uh, so there are vampires, and he says, "Yeah, but I'm the only one." So, interesting. Yeah. Did he kill his vampire brother Dracula then? <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't even know what that means. But <laughs> I'm gonna give us a 69. Alrighty. The sexiest number alive. <laughs> so Josh Maybe. told me at least. <laughs> 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 All right. When do you go? All right, I got one. Um, it's in HA, so that's a good start. Watch The Hallow. Have you guys heard of that or seen no. it? No. H-A-L-L-O-W. Not to be confused with The Hollow. They're both horror movies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just saying. Um, Not sure. So it was fine. 2015, so it's pretty recent. Actually, a classmate of mine told me she watched it and recommended it. Well, mm. she's, she just told me she watched it. She sounds nice. Yeah. And... Um, <laughs> It's about. Should I, should I say her name? No. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, 
I didn't look up a synopsis. I'll just give you one. It's uh, there's an arborist and his wife, and they have a young baby, and they move to this remote, like Irish. Like, his name's Arborist. He's an arborist. What's the name? Tree doctor. Like oh. people in the village keep calling him the tree doctor. But he's like you know well, a tree scientist. Right. Yeah, or an arborist is just someone that like literally takes care of trees, like not like tree doctor but like but Rosa yeah, well, Boy is they, coming through with multiple definitions for arborists <laughs> I'll just take one the, all the people in the town are like oh you're the tree doctor yeah. but he's like no I'm an arborist like if you needed to hire someone to come trim your giant tree in your yard or whatever you would have to hire an arborist to do it right alright so anyways <laughs> so they move they move Never into mind. this like remote I told my dad growing up just call the arborist don't bother <laughs> me <laughs> So they and their young child move into this like remote Irish town and uh, move into this old mill house because he's there to like study these trees in this forest. Right. And But all the like the residents are mad because there's like the hollow, which one of the like policemen explain as being like fairies and banshees and baby snatchers, like a bunch of like mythical mm. creatures that... It's like folklore, basically, right. that they believe lives in the fo- in the woods and are like defend, like protective of the woods. So he like is doing some investigation and like finds like this weird sa- like sap that had like controlled uh, like a deer. So basically, he talks about how he finds this like basically organism that controls people, kind of like those ants, you know, that, like burrow into people's brains. <laughs> You've heard about those, right? Yeah, yeah. There's like these I, bugs that not are they ants? There might be some kind of insects. Some sort of parasite or something. Yeah, maybe they go into ants' brains. They go into insects. Yeah, and they like control their brains. And make Real them science. find water to for them, basically. Right? Yeah. Right. But um, so they like he thinks like the residents of the town are like just harassing them because they find like broken windows and people outside and stuff. But it turns out there's actually banshees and fairies and like these hollow. So the Creeps. the villain of this movie, or the the forces, the monsters, supernatural monsters, yeah, kind of stuff, right? Um, and then he, the dad, also gets like infected by like the sap stuff. He like gets a shot into his eye by one of them, so he like turns into one of them by the end of it. Ooh! Um, but the whole thing is that they're after like the baby because they're baby snatchers. But I actually thought it was pretty good. The for what year was it made? Do you know, it was f- two thousand fifteen. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty recent, um, but the monsters actually seem pretty well done. Like they don't look like cheesy, and they look like realistic and like scary and stuff. So um, it's Irish, or is it just, they're in Ireland? They're in Ireland, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that was one of my H's. Cool. I gave it an eighty-three. Mm, sounds good. Yeah, it's on Net- it's on Netflix, so easily accessible. And my my friend told me about it, so. Shout out to that girl <laughs> in Caleb's class. But uh, so 83 for that one, yeah. Oh, and Roose Bolton's in it from Game of Thrones. Ooh. Who's that? Uh, who's he in Game of Thrones? Uh, yeah. Ramsey's dad. <laughs> <laughs> do you watch Game of Thrones? I can't remember. I do, but I don't know any of the characters. Uh, you know Ramsey, like the crazy no. psychopath? No. Who like fillets. He cut off the guy's dick? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's his dad. But he's got like that really deep commanding voice. I don't remember his dad. Yeah, that's right. I don't. I think that that show's not good. I think I've landed on that conclusion. Really? Yeah. I enjoy it. 
I don't. I'm not saying I don't enjoy it. I just think it's not good. Mm. Mm. You know what I mean? I see. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I know what you all mean. Right. I watch shit all the time that I like that's not good. <laughs> but, <laughs> I li- but I like it. <laughs> exactly. The ABCs for movies. All right. I'm going to do another one because why not? Henry, Portrait of a Serial Killer. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that, Josh? No. Mm-hmm. I thought you would have. I know. It's a classic, but. So, okay. Never sat down and watched it. All right. I'm going to start off with a scary tomato. I gave this film a 50. If this film was playing in a movie theater, though, I definitely would go see it. Like, I don't know what that means. But Henry is played by Michael Rooker, who you may know as the racist character Merle from the first season of Walking Dead, uh, Daryl's brother. Remember them? Oh, that's who plays him? Yeah. He was also in Guardians of the Galaxy recently. Yeah. Uh, but it's based on a true-life serial killer, Henry Lee Lucas. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some rape scenes that were hard to take. The movie was kind of slow, but in the end, it was just just what the title is—a portrait of a serial killer. And uh, you know, serial killers probably aren't the most productive people. They just kind of are like shitty people, like not shitty like bad, but shitty like they just don't do anything. And then they decide to <laughs> rape someone all of a sudden, you know? So or like hmm. rape and chop up and possibly eat so i don't know it was this real portrait of not just the killing but all the other shit so i would say it's like kind of a interesting art piece but and ultimately the movie was really gritty and grimy and it, i mean it was made in 86 and it maybe felt like it was 10 years earlier than that but there was like a dirtiness to the film mm. so yeah i mean i gave it a 50 because it was just kind of hard to Hard to take. I don't know. It was, I don't want to say it was that hard, but um, it's playing tonight in Hollywood. If you want to go see it. Oh uh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm busy. <laughs> I'm busy. <laughs> but yeah. So should I bother? Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely see it. Um. Yeah, I, I would it's watch one of those again. ones. Yeah, no. It, just because there's a grittiness to it, that's. I think isn't always but should be looked at for its artistry mm-hmm. but um it's definitely a classic you know did you see part two did you know Is there was part a part two? two yeah no what's it called it's in 1996 same thing part two it's huh. probably like yeah different writer yeah it's different, different director, director different actor next movie holidays from 2016 mm. that's on netflix it might even be a netflix original uh, it, it might, might be. be. Yeah, it's uh, direct. There's multiple directors. They did a film for every holiday. Uh, I like movies like that. The they, shorts, right? Anthologies. Yeah. Uh, for many of our films covered, including the director for Starry Eyes, did one. Hmm. Um, it's an anthology feature film. It puts a, I don't know. They're all just kind of different. Um, with these compilation movies, I don't know that I love them so much. It's kind of like going to a little film festival, you know. I haven't seen like ABCs of Death or anything mm. like that, but I like those ones a lot. It easily had more good than bad. Um, it had some recognizable faces. Uh, Kevin Smith did one that was oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, Seth Green is in one. Uh, Lorenza Izzo from Green Inferno mm. was in one. Um, oh yeah. So yeah, there were some cool ones in there. 
and I gave it an 82. I think the one I really remember was Easter. I thought Easter was cool. And like they do the... How many holidays do they cover? Do you remember? Valentine's like Day. 10 or... Oh, I don't remember. I think, I think they do do Valentine's Day, Easter. I'm sure they do Christmas. Val- I heard you say Valentine's Day. Uh, Father's Day, St. Patrick's Day. Oh, do you have it all right there? Uh, just those two. Yeah. yeah, I'll just say they for the Easter one, they make sense of <laughs> the Easter bunny in light of Jesus that in a really cool way. Sounds funny. And somehow in a horror way? Like, is there like yeah. a dark twist? Oh, to that? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird. So, yeah. Josh, you got an H for us? Yeah. Kev, do you have another one? Yeah, go ahead, though. <laughs> Uh, I watched uh, the 2016 movie Hush. Ooh, oh, I, to I, see I, I started it. That would have been like the it. next one it's I watched. It's good that you watched it then. Yeah, uh, I liked it quite a bit. It was directed by Mike Flanagan, uh, who did Oculus. I don't know if you've seen that one. That one's hmm. decent. Pretty good movie. Um, uh, he co-wrote this with the star of the film... Kate Siegel, I guess this is her debut, more or less. Uh, but she also helped the director write this film. Hmm. And uh, the premise is a deaf writer who is played by the lady I was just talking about, uh, who retreated into the woods to live a solitary life, must fight for her life in silence when a masked killer appears at her window. Hmm. Um, so yeah it plays with the whole idea of like like she can't she's deaf so she can't hear anything that's going on around her right and this killer like suddenly appears out of the woods and he quickly realizes that she's deaf so he decides that he's just gonna like fuck with her as long as he can um but she like starts to fight back and proves to be kind of a Resourceful deaf lady. Kind of like Don't Breathe, but yeah, in a sense, it reminds me. Yeah, of- so the whole movie is kind of a battle between her and this guy, and kind of like she's forced to survive, basically. And it's interesting to see like what she does to get like a leg up on this guy who has all of his senses. He's stronger than her, faster than her. She's uh, trapped in her house. Yeah, so she kind of has to be creative with how she survives uh, but it's good yeah that's one i've heard about recently and it's on netflix mm-hmm. and yeah someone said it's really good so yeah cool i liked it i would give it a 92 wow i don't know what that means but 92 works for me well the election is over and I did not see that coming. But, uh, you know. Alright. Good job, dummies. I guess we're gonna uh, eat shit for a while. Have a nice little recession. Nothing to say. Or fuck. You know, it's gonna be entertaining watching all the comedy and shit, but uh, really I could have done without it. I would have liked to have seen them make fun of someone else. Oh well. I'll just keep watching horror movies, I guess. There's a star spangled banner waving somewhere. Waving o'er the land of
Sit, Ubu, sit. Good dog. Hail Satan. 